Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Today, we have a repeat offender, Cindy Pramuk, the president of Assistance League of Nashville. Welcome back. Yay. Oh, thank you, Anna. So glad to be here. One of my favorite people and one of my favorite groups. Now, Assistance League of Nashville is a local, all-volunteer nonprofit. Let's just start, people, from the very beginning. I've never heard of Assistance League of Nashville. What is that, and what do they do? Well, the rumor is we're the best kept secret around town. We have been in business since 2005. Yep. Um, we're a 501c3, all volunteer nonprofit. What is 501c3? That means that we are a registered nonprofit in the state of Tennessee. Okay. You can go look at our financials. We we are up and up, and everything is yeah secure. It's not somebody going door to go door going like, hey, we're gonna give money to so and so. It's exactly you're registered legal, all of that stuff. Okay. Exactly. And what do you um, do? We. Our mission, actually, is to transform lives of the children of our community, and in, as a result, it strengthens our community. How do you transform the lives of children? And I just can't tell you. There are so many children in Nashville that are in need, either unhoused or disadvantaged, living in poverty. And one of our goals is to make sure that they have clothing to wear to school that's mm-hmm. appropriate. As you know, m- most of the, ma- the majority of Metro Nashville public schools require standard school attire Yes, for elementary schools. That's what we provide, yeah. standard school attire. We also provide a full-size hygiene kit okay. in each bag of clothing. When we say clothing, two pair of pants, two shirts, six pair of underwear, six pair of socks, yeah. a belt, and then the full-size hygiene kit. And it's important for children to have that because that helps everybody have an equal playing ground and equal. They're all equal instead of like I'm showing up in the clothes that I have and I don't have a lot. So I'm going to wear this outfit three days a week. Everybody else has got the nice new uniforms. Everybody else has got the nice new latest style clothes. You do school uniforms. All of that crap goes away. Exactly. And then some kids can't afford the uniform. So that's where you're you're stepping in to get them back up on equal ground. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting because every year we do a survey with the Metro Nashville Public School counselors, the local grassroots mm-hmm. school counselors. Right. And say what is the impact of our services on the children in the community? Yeah, like are we making a difference? Exactly. I mean because you know, that's the measure of are we doing our job? Yeah. And those counselors time and time again say 100% increase in self-esteem for the children. And that is a direct result of academic success also. When the kids have higher self-esteem, they want to go to school. Exactly. They feel okay to raise their hand in school, and they feel okay to ask questions and learn more. Exactly. Now, we have uh, school counselors and psychologists who, do they work with Assistance League of Nashville? I know that's how I've met some, is through the Assistance League of Nashville. Yeah, The way we do business, our biggest client is Metro Nashville Public Schools. Right. And we work directly with the school level, district level counselors, and the local school counselors for all of our feedback information to obtain clothing orders. Oh, okay. So that's our our in Mm -hmm. to the children. That's that lifeline to the school and from the school to you guys. Right. The other way we work with the children in Metro Nashville Public Schools is we have a community partner uh, the Homeless Education Resource Office, which is run by Catherine Knowles. I'm sure everybody knows her. She's been in that in, the, in that arena for 27 years. Mm-hmm. And we work with the Homeless Education Resource Office to source 
unhoused children that might need clothing. Okay. And what is the Homeless Education Resource Office's office? I don't know that I've uh, heard that official title before. Um, it's an office of Metro Nashville Public Schools. It's under the Counseling and Family Services branch of Metro Nashville Public Schools. And the Homeless Education Resource Office is really a full service for the unhoused community, children oh. and families. So not just for unhoused and then dealing with their educational needs. Right. They That's, help them find transportation for the kids to school, help the parents find transportation. They provide resources for counseling, um, resources for jobs. They're just a full service office. It's just a, a wonderful group of women. And I think there are a couple of men in there, too. Mm-hmm. But they're housed with us in Buena Vista. I think we, I told you last year. Well, up to update me. Okay. Well, about the time we met last year, um, we had moved into the old Buena Vista Enhanced Elementary School, which was a closed-down Metro Nashville public school. Right. And our vision between Unicycle and Metro Nashville Counseling and Assistance League was that that be a philanthropic campus for those less fortunate in Metro Nashville. And so we've been there a year. And I'm telling you, we are kicking it. (laughs) it, I mean, it's just so fabulous working together with like-minded people, with common goals, and more seamlessly with the Homeless Education Resource Office, with Unicycle supporting them and them supporting us. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole group of counselors in there. It's just a wonderful facility and a great opportunity for all of us to serve the community better. I was reading recently something about when people are in poverty that it's hard for them to think creatively about what their future will look like or think creatively about art that they would like to create. They they end up being so focused on the basics, the food and the shelter and what they're going to wear and things like that that they don't get that energy and that brain power to use for other resources to improve their lives. Exactly. So that's what you said. You like to get the feedback from the counselors to see what difference it's made in the kids' lives. Right. Every year we actually, in addition to how we're impacting the children and families' lives, we also look to the community, to the Metro Nashville counseling community, and say, we know there might be needs that aren't being met, is there anything else we can do? Is there a special off project? A great example is during COVID, when all the children went home, we immediately contacted the counselors and one of them said, we have a huge need for earbuds and earphones for the kids. So this was during COVID. Yeah. Um, We found 3,000, 3,500 earbuds and earphones and, and went and took them to the counseling office so they could distribute to the children at home. And that's so they could use computers, phones, whatever they had to learn that way. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. And you wouldn't think of that if you weren't plugged in to the people who know specifically what those children and what those families need. We have a beautiful partnership. (laughs) I can tell. I can tell it seems like it's working very well. In fact, didn't you just win uh, an award from the governor? What was this? The Volunteer Star Award? Yeah, the, the governor of Tennessee has an award that they give to, well, so many awards that they give to all volunteer organizations around the state. Um, and it's called the Governor's Volunteer All-Star Award. All-Star, oh, nice. Okay, and there are three awards, Middle East and West Tennessee, okay. that are specific 
to nonprofits, to nonprofit organizations as opposed to individuals. And we were very honored to receive this year um, the award for the best Middle Tennessee all-volunteer nonprofit. Wow. That means you're doing something right. That means we're volunteers <laughs> and we're doing our job. <laughs> well, see, so I, I understand you not wanting to go like, yeah, pat me on the back. But this is a, an organization that started with individuals pulling in more individuals and now getting community partners. And you're making a huge change in a lot of kids and families lives. You know, we sure hope so. I mean, we we do our best. We have wonderful, wonderful. We only have 70 volunteers. No way. Yes. And that's one of our challenges is that we keep seeing more and more need in the community. We need more volunteers to come join us on this mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you've been there with us, Anna. Yeah. You know we're a family. Yeah. I mean, we are close. We work well together. But we work hard. What do volunteers do? at Assistance League of Nashville. What do they do to help make all of this machine run? Well, we have a treasurer um, who handles all of our financials, audits, QuickBooks. Um, And, you know, as you know, being in a nonprofit, a large nonprofit, we have to be fiscally responsible. Yeah. Um, we Don't have, want me there. <laughs> no, not me either. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have people who order, distribute, and count and inventory our clothing. Okay. Okay. It's like a little distribution center, and it's run well. Think about it. It's run by a bunch of professional, former professional women yeah. who half have retired, and they know how to do this. Yes. Okay. okay good. Um, for our older volunteers, we have opportunities where you don't have to lift, bend, and carry. Um, we have to ban the socks. Um, I'm sure you know that Bombas donates us 10,000 socks a year. I don't know that I remember that. Yes. Remember <laughs> remember when you buy a Bomba socks, they give one? Yeah. They truly give one. 10,000 a year for the Metro Nashville Public School kids. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Who finagled that? Was that you? No, no, <laughs> no, no. That was another volunteer of ours who sources the best price and best quality of our clothing. We, we do not buy cheap clothing. Yeah. It's worth the best price and best quality. And she saw this about Bombas and said, I think we should be looking into this. And wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you said uh, women, professional women and former professional women, some who are retired. Is it just ladies? Um, We have five men Mm -hmm. and we are very grateful and fortunate to have them, especially when the truckloads of clothes arrive in August. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, and they're regular volunteers. They come, we have Operation School Bell is what distributes our clothing. Oh, okay? yes. And with Operation School Bell, we have volunteers that are boxing. Um, we get a, a request from a school counselor um, with Susie, who's, you know, eight, size eight, this school. And so our volunteers come and they pull those clothing like a distribution center, put them in a bag. Yeah. And then we mail them out. So it's men and women doing that job. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that because we need to put everybody to work who's willing to exactly lend a hand and help this help further this mission. Yeah. If you're just joining us, our guest is Cindy Pramuk, the president of the Assistance League of Nashville. Their number one mission is to transform lives and strengthen community. Okay. And so one of the ways they're doing that, one of the big ways they're doing that is by getting uh, school uniforms to kids in Metro Nashville Public Schools. United Way has come on board with the Assistance League of Nashville. What is that story? 
Oh, man, this is so awesome. You won't believe it. <laughs> we applied for a grant. We, we only have two sources of funding, our annual fundraiser in the fall yeah. and then any grants that we may get. Okay. And we saw that United Way had a grant. And so, okay, let's try this. Let's see what we can do. And so four of us got together, put together a grant team and a lot of paperwork. And then we had an interview with United Way representatives which we were all jittery about, <laughs> of course. Um, but we were named a United Way funded partner this year, which I don't know if you're aware, um, Anna, but not every nonprofit gets that opportunity. It's a very drilling process. They look at your fiscal responsibility. Do you have a strategic plan? Are you meeting that plan? Do you have engaged volunteers? Are you sustainable financially? Oh, So a very grilling process. Um, we found out in May that we are now a United Way funded partner and are so excited because United Way, as you know, has a huge reach yes. throughout the community. Yes. And so we have resources now to work with many other nonprofits to help the community. Oh, wow. And yeah. so that also means you get money from them? We get money from them. Is it going to be on a regular basis or is it a one-time grant? Um, it's it's on a two-year basis, okay, and we would have to reapply mm -hmm. unless we become an agency partner. Mm -hmm. So right now we're a funded partner. We would have to become an agency partner to be a part of their Oh, world. is that something that is maybe in the future? It's very possible. Who knows? Well, the Assistance League of Nashville is changing people's lives through uh, not only what they do, but with their community partners. Didn't you say you have other community partners that you might want to mention today in our interview? You know, I want to give a huge shout out to the Community Resource Center, the number one provider of hygiene and feminine hygiene products in the in cleaning projects, actually, in the area. Community Resource Center has been instrumental in helping us get a cost value option for our full-size hygiene kits for every children we provide clothing. Bombas, of course, our community partner for socks, Unicycle, and the Homeless Education Resource Office for our teamwork to serve the community better. And another partnership we're looking at that I think you'll find is interesting is you've heard about the reading scores in Middle Tennessee and all over the country, basically, post-COVID. They're lower? They're a lot lower. There okay. has been a lot written about them. And we started talking as a group and said, what can we do to impact that? And, and that's not really in our core where, you know, core, you know, core whatever yeah. business. Yeah. And so we reached out to Bookham. Bookham is a nonprofit that provides books and literacy and classroom reading. And, and um, some of our volunteers have are now working with Bookham to go read to children in the school. And when we go read, Bookham provides every child in that classroom a free book. Wow. So that's kind of a new partnership that we're investigating, yeah. but we're really, really excited about it because it's another touch to making our community better. Now, you mentioned Unicycle. We spoke about that last year, yes. but if this is the first anybody's hearing about this, will you tell people what Unicycle is? Yes, Unicycle is a nonprofit. They look and walk and talk like us with the exception <laughs> that they don't provide new clothing. They provide gently used clothing. Right. Okay. And they get that clothing by pop-ups. So they may have a pop-up at a, a Java coffee shop or a pop-up at a YMCA for people to come bring their old school uniforms. Yeah. 
They have a very rigorous selection process. If you go in and work with them, which we have, um, to get truly gently used clothing yeah. and fold it into the kids. And they, the reason they're different is they're not a distribution center directly to the children. In most schools, the counselors have a closet. Oh. Okay. For the child that had an accident at school. Mm-hmm. For the child that is new to the school, just moved to the area and didn't know there were uniforms, they can put them in a uniform day one and get them in the classroom. Oh, great. Um, so it's totally different concept. Yeah. But we work together well because they let us know of other situations and we let them know of situations that have come up that we get requests for. So it's possible that they treat that emergency need and then they turn you on to the fact that this is a family and this is a child that might need some future help. Exactly. And it works both ways. Great partnership. I love that you said they walk like us and they talk like us. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But they're different. Yeah. Are there other community partners that you feel it's important that we talk about? Because when you do this, I'm jotting them down and it makes me think, okay, we need to talk to Bookham. We need to talk to the Community Resource Center. And these are all local groups that we need to These are local nonprofits. We need to support because now we see, we start seeing it's like a little spider web. It's just going out into our community from these little centers to that center to this center. And it's going out into our community and it's like a little like a little nervous system, like yeah. just carry little veins, just reaching out and bringing life and, and health hope and hope to these people in the community who exactly. might not otherwise be reached. Uh, all of us that are, have started working on these partnerships, it's it's just like magic, Anna Marie. It's like magic is happening in the community to support the kids and those less fortunate. It's just amazing. Okay, Cindy Pramuk, president of the Assistance League of Nashville. Tell me, this is personal. I find that a lot of times when people become passionate about something, it's because they had an experience of their own, either where they needed it, either where they saw the need and couldn't help it. I I just saw a look on your face. So tell me, will you tell me that? Yeah, I can tell you. Wow. Um, I grew up in rural southern Mississippi, Mm -hmm. a very poor area. Okay. When I was growing up there, the community supported the community. It didn't matter about your color, your religion. anything yeah if so-and-so is sick two blocks away everybody brought food if so-and-so's house burned down everybody brought food and clothing yeah i mean it was a a real small town of 3,500 people yeah when i left that town and moved away to a big city which big city uh dallas texas oh okay that was a big city <laughs> a big city <laughs> 45 minutes first time to find a grocery store oh. but <laughs> when i moved away i saw all of this happening still i mean it was all happening around even when i was younger but there there weren't there didn't seem to be any help like there was where i grew up oh so even when i was in early corporate America and all through my years, I've always volunteered either um, for the children or for the battered women's shelter. It's, it's just been a passion of mine because I feel like it's so important to give back. I mean, when you really think about it, who was the lady who was um, Miss America, the wife of the governor of Tennessee? She said, volunteering is the core of every human. Mm-hmm. Volunteering is at the core of every human. Nobody ever got through life without some help. Right. And it makes us feel human. Yes. To feel like we're doing something that is good, that feels good. 
bottom line that feels like it's a good thing to do right. and that most people would agree that it's a good thing to do to help other people makes us feel like yes i am a human being and i'm not just following my animal instincts to, to take and grab and to eat and right. just do what makes me you know feel good but i'm giving it's I'm, what life's about giving back why is it what, what life's about because giving back you're helping your fellow man you're helping make your community better you're helping make families better. You're helping make your own family better mm-hmm. because of what you're bringing home, the joy that you're bringing home from giving back. I notice, and I have a, a stepson now, and I noticed that our pastor had hired my husband to go play at an event. He was, it, it was a government event. And they, were, they had breakfasts, little breakfast biscuits and stuff. They had big pans full of uh, aluminum foil wrapped re- breakfast biscuits. He goes, take a couple. And then he said, in fact, take a whole pan. I'm like, wait a minute. And I said, you know, Pastor, we pass a lot of people who are selling contributor. We pass a lot of people who are just like, you, you can tell they're unhoused. Could I take a whole big pan of those warm breakfast biscuits? And we took it. We drove around and we went to the places where we knew people usually were standing and where people were selling the contribution. And it felt so good just to go like, would you like a, a breakfast biscuit? And they'd be like, yeah, or gave them two or three or four or whatever. And our stepson was with us. And it was like, we got to see him understand what it feels like. And, I, and we stopped at one corner and I said, you know what? I have a water here too. I said, will you get this water? Because I have it my, had it in my little lunch bag. I said, will you get this water out and hand that to that man as well? He was like, oh, yeah. And he got that out. And he was like, here you go. And the guy goes, thank you. And Ryan's like, you're welcome. Have a great day. And you could tell it made him so oh, happy. Yeah. And he has kind of a limited understanding. He's special needs. But he got that. He knew this is what we're here to do is to help each other. That's exactly right. Oh, so you, it, there's a saying about like something like all ships rise. I don't even know what the rest of that saying is. But it's basically when we help other people, we all rise together. Right. We all rise together as a community. Mm-hmm. And we're helping those people who are going to be our, our leaders and our doctors. and our, our future. Our politicians and people who take care of us when we get old. So it's exactly it's a good investment, even if you were just looking at it like that. I mean, the city of Nashville is, I'm not a native Nashvilleian, obviously, but I've been here a long time. Yeah. And I've moved from here once, and I, I wanted to come back to God's country real quickly. Really? Yes. Ten years later, I got back to God's country. And why do you call it that, and why did you because, want to come because back? Because it is, because the people, the sense of community, the beautiful area, so much to do, so much nature to see, but the people primarily. And part of this whole volunteering thing is we want that community to thrive and be and continue to be as great as it is. Cindy, people like you are what makes this community great and what makes it thrive and continue to improve. I think people get a little jaded and a little discouraged sometimes when they see that bad stuff happens and it it's always the lead story on the news. If it bleeds, it leads. It's bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff. But I'm so happy that you're here to tell us about the Assistance League of Nashville, about the community partners who are all helping so we can remind people that good stuff happens everywhere, all around us. We just hadn't been tuned into it. And we couldn't do that without you, Anna. Oh, thank you. Because the radio host with the mostest is out <laughs> in the community letting everybody know what's going on in the community. And we couldn't do it without you. We appreciate you. Well, thank you for letting me be involved. One of the things that I wanted to tell you, and I don't remember if I did, but I grew up very, very poor as well. And so when you say we made sure those kids get 
uniforms or unicycle, make sure they get uniforms, get, you know, clothes that are appropriate, especially kind of in an emergency. I've had both of those at school and we were very poor at school. I remember getting a big box of clothes from Goodwill for Christmas. It was fantastic. They were all kind of nearly new Mm -hmm. and they were pretty cool, but that's all we had. And it didn't stand up to the other kids' new styles. And they had, back then, it was like the little brown loafer shoes, brown and white Mm -hmm. or little, I mean, we didn't have the current style. We didn't have, and it showed. And we felt it. And we were not as bold to raise our hands. And we were not as eager. I love school, so I was eager to go. But it wasn't because I felt confident. It's just that I loved learning. So you felt what we're hearing. Yeah, I felt what you guys are doing. And if I, if Assistance League of Nashville had been around when I was a child, it would have it made my life a lot better. You'd be an Assistance League volunteer today, probably. You know I would. <laughs> well, as soon as my life slows down just a little bit, I, I'm on board. I, okay. I believe in what you guys are doing. Awesome. Now, we also have, we got a couple minutes. We're going to mention an event that's coming up because you say you have two ways to get the money. It's right. from donations, from, you know, uh, United Way, and now from the annual fall fundraiser. Right. Um, The fall fundraiser is coming up September 28th, Mm -hmm. um, and we have a great fundraiser planned. J.T. Ellison, a local author, we always choose a local author to come talk to us about their books. But this year, we've got a double whammy. Uh Uh-oh. J.T. Ellison and Jeremy Finley have a blog or a podcast on YouTube called A Word on Words, where they talk to local authors about their books and promote local literacy. Good. Okay, so they're going to both come this year to our fundraiser to speak to the participants. Um, of course, Anna is going to keep us all supervised as <laughs> MC. <laughs> I love getting to MC this event. It's oh, yeah, so it's much good. fun. It's so much fun. You can come to the event and buy tickets. There's an event out there on our Facebook page, Assistance League of Nashville. If you cannot come to the event, you can certainly participate in our silent auction. Mm-hmm. And you would do that by going on the World Wide Web, <laughs> silentauctionpro.com, creating an account. Our group number is 1676. If there, you have any questions or any problems, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, just message us. Assistance okay. League of Nashville. Assistance. Okay, I'm going to write that down because that's where I'll be going. Assistance League of Nashville. And that way you can ask about the silent auction what you need to do to get involved in that, and w- how long will the items be up? We are we are going live September the 15th, so they'll okay. be up for two weeks. We have grocery gift cards, mini restaurant gift cards, jewelry, trips. Um, and if you don't want to want to buy anything or don't need anything or you're getting rid of stuff like I am, <laughs> there's a donate button where you can donate mon- money. Oh, good. Right now, the biggest challenge we have is it costs $44 wholesale to provide a week's clothing for a child. That is up 27% over last year. Whoa. So we, we really need the funds. We really need to make this fundraiser a success because we do anticipate that we're going to clothe 4,000 Metro Nashville public schools next year. The biggest challenge is the money. Right. For the uniforms. Right. Up how many percent? 27% over last year. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm writing that down, and I wanted to have you say that again so people recognize that that is what the most important part of all of this is, that we can help. Right. And even if, like, and if, la- and if you can't do that, come join us. 
give me a call. Message me, whatever. We would love to have you join our family. As a volunteer. As a volunteer. Oh, man, no paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that that's not what you guys are about. Thank you for all that you do, Cindy. Thank you, Anna, for all that you do. Cindy Pramuk, the president of the Assistance League of Nashville. We're going to post all the information, the event link, and more information, and how you can get in on the silent auction as well on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus. Focus.